Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go there right now. HashtagBasketball.com. I don't, I don't care what you're doing. I, have, I do not care what you're up to. Quit your job. Go to HashtagBasketball.com today. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Don't tell people to quit their jobs, Michael, then they can't support us on Patreon. That's true. Patreon.com slash Watch the Boxes. If you are unemployed, don't you know what? Don't support us. Keep that money for yourself. But if you have a job, it is your duty to support the show. Um, but if you hate your job, quit it, man. Quit it, Tyler. If you hate your job, quit your t- job, Tyler. Fair. Fair, good, good advice. Find something you like doing. Great. Well, this is a three-hour podcast on Tyshawn Alexander, right? That's how this works. Yes, uh, that is uh, exactly who we are talking about. Uh, uh, next year's Finals MVP. To deep, this is the deep dive, the deepest of the deep dives. The um, oof, God, I don't even. I can't even. I can't even riff on that one, Tyler. It's just do, do so you- bad. <laughs> Do you ever see these YouTube videos? This will be a quick aside that we'll get into the suds. Do you ever see these YouTube videos where like somebody picks a player that's played like literally like five minutes a game and it's only in garbage time. And they put these YouTube videos like how this person is the next star in the NBA. And they have some sick, you know, sick beat with his like three highlights. Yeah. And you're going like, dude, he did that against like the absolute worst players in the league. And like, I'm not throwing shade on any NBA player. Like they would all, absolutely dominate me in basketball but like those videos every time i see like just the little headline never click on the actual video just the headline makes me chuckle to myself no i can't say that i'm uh i've fallen that deep into a youtube hole in a while tyler i've uh, been uh I don't know who god knows what i've been i've been turning to hard drugs i think instead of youtube holes fair it's a it's a strategy it is one way to cope with the, uh, the, the, the pending uh, end of the earth. But uh, speaking of the end of the earth, it will probably happen due to the heat of the sun. And we're talking about the Phoenix Suns, a stellar, absolutely stellar transition, Tyler. I'm, I'm, I'm in mid-season form. Phoenix Suns. There's one other thing that annoys me with the Suns. I'm sure you guys so close. just heard, so that, close. heard that little beep. I never know if it's p-h-o for the three-letter abbreviation or p-h-x i'm always confused by that which one should it be mike i think it should be p-h-x because x is a cool letter that never gets used i'm with you but a lot of people go with p-h-o and i don't know why oh they're fucking stupid tyler um put that on record that if you put p-h-o that's i mean it's probably like literally everybody who puts p-h-o uh jelly put p-h-x so he's not fucking not fucking stupid we got so, a man. We got a fan. There's only four guy. guys to talk about on this. We can pound this out real fast. Yeah. Let's do it. We do not need to uh, dwell on the Phoenix Suns because we know what we're getting here. Um, you know, uh, I want to. I want to. I want to make sure we get there though. Uh, Landry Shamit on the team. Alfred Payton coming to the team. Um, and you know who I really like on this uh, on this squad? I like Cameron Johnson. He's a good. He's really good at basketball. I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that pick was, that's a, just a great pick by the GM. Cause that was a mocked pick. If you remember, like people were like, Oh, they picked him so much. <laughs> <higher than everyone laughs> had him, huh? And then it turned out he was good at basketball. 
yeah and it turns out also all those guys are backups uh same with my boy champagne with my campaign all we need to do is talk about the main four dudes start let's let's start with old ass chris paul so close. So so very close to getting 70 that and title. 70. 70 and 70. 70 games the last two years. Shout out Chris Paul, taking care of his body, uh, staying fit, and also like finishing uh in the top. What uh I've already lost it. Top 25. Yeah, 24th. Eight. Oh, excuse me, nine. Nine assists a game. An assist beast from the beginning to the end. Uh, Chris Paul. Man, I mean, like, Chris Paul looked like he took care of himself. He looked good. He looked like he was still, I mean, he was playing at a final, you know, like uh, up until the finals, where I think it's like, I don't know, his body, he had like five broken arms and well, he ten was broken hurt knees. in that first round series, too. And then he got like healthy again and then he got Broke hurt both again. wrists. Yeah. <laughs> It's always injuries with Chris Paul, but dude has the games, worst luck in the playoffs too. It always seems he gets playoff injuries. I know. And it, you know what? He's one of the dirtiest players of all time. So it really couldn't happen to a better guy. But uh, this year I was, I was, I was rooting for Chris Paul to win the finals this year. But uh, I had money on it. So, you know, <laughs> I felt like once we got there, I wasn't really rooting for either team. I was like, Oh, it's going to be kind of a good story either way. So I'm game for this. Yeah. And it was good. The finals were great. Uh, and Phoenix is going to be looking to do it again. And the only way they're going to be able to do it again is if Chris Paul does something similar to last year. And Tyler, I think a lot of people are going to, uh, as always, overlook the the old men uh, who are who are still hanging around. Forty uh, first during... and ADP last year. Yeah. And uh, where do you think you're taking Chris Paul this year? Uh, if I get Chris Paul in the third round, I'm pretty happy with that. It's a lot of assists for the third round. Yeah, but isn't he gonna go there? He's old, man. Oh, no, I'm saying he's old, guys. No, that's a positive. Uh, you know, uh, you get Chris Paul in the third round. That's that's a nice little grab. Yeah, and I think he's gonna be going there. He might. Even, I mean, heck, forty first. That's the fourth round, right? Yeah, I think think so. So, um, he went there last year. I don't see why anyone's gonna. I mean, he did the same thing the year before, right? Like that. It's just we're back up, which was good to see. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm in on Chris Paul. I'm probably gonna own Chris you, Paul in a lot of leagues. Like I'm I not. think you've been on Chris Paul for a very, very long ever since he started like fading off. Well, you're like he's not gonna fade off that hard, and he never has. He never did. And if you're especially if you like care about turnovers, which let's a lot put it of this way: don't. He's a great turn. He's I'll, a fantastic point guard to have uh, if you if you care about turnovers. I'll give you two guys that I guarantee in maybe every league get picked over Chris Paul that are going to be a gigantic mistake. You ready for this? Mitch Robinson. Oh, no, I wasn't going to go that deep. (laughs) I was going to go for Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Yeah, I could see that happening. And the other one is Mr. Zion Williamson. Ooh, I could definitely, definitely see that happening. And both will be a mistake. Yeah. You're not wrong. I think that, that will be a mistake. In fact, I don't know. Like, would you rather have Chris Paul or like Drew Holiday? They're Chris kind Paul? of sim- they're they're similar players. Yeah, I'd rather have Chris Paul. But people, I think you know, people are just gonna have that Drew Holiday on their on their mind as they're drafting. Uh, and Chris Paul's gonna sneak down. Guards are at a premium though, so do watch out for that when you are drafting. There might be a guard run, and Chris Paul might disappear. But hopefully, he falls to you 
in that third round. Who do you want to go with next on this team? Do you want to go with the big? Let's go with the big. DeAndre Aiden. I feel like you always want to go with the big. Don't you always um, want to go with the big? I am very short. Uh, so I always go with the bigs. Uh, you got to respect the bigs because when you go to the bar and you start running your mouth, uh, the bigs will help you out. And that's how it works. That's how life works. That's uh, the circle of life. Just like that Elton John song. Uh, DeAndre Aiden finished 51st last season, uh, a little lower than I can remember. And also um, probably the low, uh, much lower than anyone who uh, drafted him last year. Some people drafting him in the third round, some people maybe even drafting him in the second round last year. Yeah. Very going to be disappointed in this guy. I, Yahoo I actually, ADP was 20th, man. Ooh, 20th. baby. Yeah. So this, this always provides a dilemma. Do you think a lot of people are going to be out because they got burnt on DeAndre Aiden? Or do you think a lot of people weren't paying enough attention and think DeAndre Aiden is going to be a second-round player? Good question. Good question. He's still super young. He's got that number one pick hype. So I don't think you're getting a discount on him. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But like it, it'll probably drop some, like he's probably not the 20th, but he's probably still like 30, like right at the end of the third round. Well, here's what's wild is that he has the ability to be kind of like a third tier, like a, a top 20. He has the ability, the, the talent to be a top 30, top 25 player. If they play through him more, if they play the same style of basketball that they did last year with Chris Paul um, kind of orchestrating everything and, you know, DeAndre taking a little bit of a backseat, even Devin Booker taking a little bit of a backseat to the playmaking. Uh, so Chris Paul can uh, do what Chris Paul does, which is completely orchestrate the offense. Um, if they go that same route, I think you're looking at a very similar season for both Aiden and Booker. Yeah, so Booker, I'm I'm probably more willing to reach up for a little bit just because we've seen Booker do some good things in the past, a little bit better than last year. And if there's a Chris Paul injury, which I'm not saying there's going to be, like you could just see him kind of taking a, a little bit bigger step forward. Yeah, I don't know where I'm taking Aiton. And I don't, Aiton's probably a guy I don't own in a lot of leagues. Yeah, it's a tough one, right? I mean, let's do a, an all-Tyler. Let's do an all-Tyler draft here. Uh, DeAndre Ayton or Jonas Valanciunas? I probably – oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. I, I kind of want Valanciunas just because I think he's going to score a little bit more, and he's probably going to rebound a little bit more, and isn't that what I want for my big man now? You could tell me that Ayton's going to block a, a little bit more, but – but not do a I, whole lot more. Right. But do I care? Like, I don't yeah, know. I don't know if you I do. could see me working some back channels to get blocks a lot this year in the sense, like, I'm not going to, like, necessarily reach for anyone that's a real good block guy. I'm just going to try to snap a, a one block here and a one block there late on in the draft and, and go that way. Keeping an eye on Yaka Podol, sounds like. Um, let's see. DeAndre Ayton. Or Clint Capella. Clint Capella. Yeah, give me Clint. DeAndre Ayton or Chris Bouchard. 
give me Aiton, but where they're gonna go, maybe give me Bouchard. I'm very interested. We'll talk about this in the Toronto, um, in the Toronto spot. Chris Bouchard feels like like uh, fucking feast or famine. I just feel he, like he could be a, he could be in for one of the hottest se- seasons uh, of all time, and he could also just stop playing basketball. I don't know. The, the crazy thing is, I think both of the two people you just mentioned, I will probably own neither one of. So I feel like Aiton's gonna go like 35th, and I'm not gonna want him. And Bouchard may go in the top 50 because I could see a lot of people just being like, he's my sleeper. He's my sleeper. He's my sleeper. And then Bouchard I'm going like, to is going to be everybody's sleeper. I'm pretty sure. Right. And so, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I'm probably going to own neither. So. All right. Two more Aiden or Johnny Collins. <sighs> man, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. I Johnny, Johnny Collins. I think I'm going to go for Aiden in that one. All right. Interesting. And uh, uh, here's the the real, this one's going to get you, Tyler, I think. DeAndre Aiden or Zion Williamson? <laughs> uh, wow. Finished 50th and 51st in per game value. Um, I guess at this point in the draft, it would be what you needed, but they're going to both be going in like the third round. So if you're telling me you have to follow the ADP and pick someone who's going in the third round in the third round, I kind of want Zion at that point just because he's going to score and like be more of a third round player. We're like, Aiden really doesn't give you like a lot of stuff that you want a third round person to give you. Wow. Actually, I'm, I'm surprised that you went with Zion there. And I think Zion's just more fun. Sometimes fantasy but, is about more fun too. But no, it's the 25 points or the 27 points that or, I want. I don't know, 30 points this year. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen? There. Especially at the top. Like if I have to pick these guys up there where they're going to be drafted, which is not where yeah. I want to pick them. Let's just put that on the table right now. I want a big score over an Aiton who's a good rebounder and has a good field goal percentage and gets good blocks, but like isn't elite really in much of anything other than rebounds that's fair all right we already talked about him once but let's let's finish that off Devin Booker um also another guy just because this the the way the system changed in Phoenix uh, a little bit of a down year I I actually really like the fact that he had a down year because I I I don't I think arguably the biggest drop off from one year to the next in the sense that wasn't he in the top like in the top 12 in per game value the year before and oh yes and then he slipped to 44th yeah, he's uh, basically went from Zach Levine, great stats on a bad team, to Devin Booker, uh, good stats on a great team. Fair. Do you think their finals run keeps him a little bit overdrafted? And the fact that he's young and a all-star and casual, and casuals, casual leagues, yes. Yeah. Expert leagues, I actually think you might get a little bit of a discount. Oh, I'd like that. I'd like that. I'd like that. I also think the, the assists are going to tick back up a little bit this year. Just think that as Paul ages, they're going to have to. They signed into what? A new four-year deal, right? Three-year deal? Oh, yeah. Um, they're going to have to let Booker take some of that playmaking because he can't do that for 70 games for the next three years. No, Paul they gotta, they got to I mean? let him. Yeah, they got to like switch it up here a little bit, I think. Right. And we know that Devin Booker is capable. Like we know what Devin Booker is capable of, right? And simply because of that ceiling, I'm a little bit more interested in when Devin Booker drops. 
uh, to, I think you said this a little bit earlier, but like when he, if he drops, if him and DeAndre Hayden both drop, I'm a little bit more interested in Devin Booker simply because I think that ceiling is a bit higher. You want Mitchell or Booker next year? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> Give me Devin Booker. Yeah, I, I just feel like Booker has a little bit higher ceiling. And they're both going to be really good. So, like, give me the guy in that range where I can get some upside. Yeah. And well, let's put it this. Let's put this on the table. Where do you got Booker? Because he went 13th overall last year. Yeah, don't have him at 13. Um, probably uh, you're going to have to get him. <laughs> like, I think I put everybody in the third round, but I think you're you're going to have to take him in the third round if you want him. Yeah, and that's fair. And. He's I might, of, and I might, I might take him in the third round if I want. I actually probably will take him in the third round in a spot or two. Yeah, and I think that's uh, you know, um, he his value is going to be a little bit lower on the on the boards. Um, we only got one. I think we only got one more guy to talk about here because everybody else, I'm not. I'm just not terribly interested in Mikel Bridges. Uh, really like Mikel Bridges. Like I, a couple of years ago, I think we were talking about. The Bridges boys, and I like both of these the Bridges boys now. Bridgei, uh, both the Bridgei, the Bridges, uh, the Bridges, the Bridges. Uh, Love to see that Bridges just keeps getting better and better and better and better. Um, that's the really nice thing when you look at that stat progression is like, oh, he's a little bit, he's a little bit better, a little bit better. It, little but bit better. everywhere too, it's not just like oh, he got some more points, but he did all the same shit. Everyone yes. else, it's like he's a little better here, a little bit better here, a little bit better here, a little bit better here, which you love to see. Um, finished sixty third in yeah. per game value last year. Don't know that I have him in the top fifty though. No, but he's also like we're talking about that plateau area. Another one of those guys that I think. Uh, and by the way, the 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 like you're saying, a little bit of improvement here. Uh, a little bit of improvement there. He's a guy that's uh could be a one one two, two three pointers per game if he really wanted to. He's twenty four years old. He improves every single year, and all it takes to get out of that plateau is to to kind of get a, a nice little bump across the board. And I feel like you know an extra rebound, a few more shots, and a nice little bump in his steals. You're talking about a guy who is in the top fifty. Here's a an important question that we're probably going to have to tackle at some point. Is 13 and a half points a negative amount of fantasy points at this point? <laughs> um, like, is that the old 10? Yeah. Is it the old 10? Is it the old less than 10? Nine. Like nine, I think nine point nine. The, the kind of the old. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever, we've ever talked about what the old, a point standard for where we felt it was. And I feel like single digits really, and that's why single digits now is so hard to deal with. I think is that, uh, yeah, that was like five points a game five years ago. Like single digits now is like five scoring, like five a game, five years ago. I would, I would say 15 is the new 10, man. You you look at somebody who only gets 14 a game and you're, you're thinking a little bit twice, but you're like, you know what? I can deal with it. You look at somebody scoring 12 and you're like, oof. That's what I mean. And so that's the kind of, that's the one area for bridges where I'm like, here's the, also the crazy thing, two, three pointers a game that he hit 1.9 is on neutral value now, not helping you. That's wild. 
but it's true. And you can, I mean, if you've been playing year after year for the last, you know, I mean, like I said, we've been doing this pod for five. I've been playing since I was like, since the nineties. I don't know. That's a real sad to age myself. It is wild that like two, three pointers is like, who gives a shit? Yep. And so bridge is good. Don't see him taking another, like, I don't see him taking a huge leap. Like I think he's just going to be a little bit better here, a little bit better there. So probably, I don't know, 50 to 60 somewhere finishes. Which is yeah, fine. I'm having flashbacks, Tyler. Oh, I'm having flashbacks. Rashard Lewis hitting like 2.3 three pointers a game and everybody <laughs> uh, at, at his size at the three. Oh my God. What a guy. Uh, what a all-star like top 15 player, but Kel Bridges would have cleaned up back in the, back in the day. Yeah, man. It, it'd be crazy. How and good the league is, is now, man. This is one of the crazy things. It's like, you know, there's talk about like the old debates of like putting this person in that era and that person in this era. Like if you could throw down one of these guys, like Mikel Bridges, who could just like gun from the outside, would he even get to shoot threes? Like even back in the nineties, like when Jordan played, like no one was really shooting threes back then at a high clip. No, it just really wasn't like your style. So it's like, if you couldn't, if you just stood in the corner and shot threes, like, I mean, that wasn't even like a thing people did back in the nineties. Like they didn't, no one's just stood so in the corner. Here, here's what, here was I think be the craziest thing. Uh, let's go. Uh, what was the first year? The bulls were good. The first year they lost the Pistons. You drop Mikel Bridges right now on that team and like tell him you got to go up to the coach and be like, Hey, I got this novel idea. I stand over here and I shoot. <laughs> Mikel, so Mikel Bridges would be open the whole time. He would make tons of three, but do they let him he would do be it? the size of Scotty Pippen? Like, that's what I mean. Do they let him do it? Are they like, no. dude, you're on drugs, man. No, They're like get to the end of the bench. It. You loser. Like right. they, they certainly, no, of course they wouldn't let him do it. And I, uh, yeah, I think about that all the time. I think the league is better than it's uh, talent wise, just better than it's, than it's ever, ever been. Um, but you also got to remember, you know, and people always are, oh, you, people always talk about hand checking. It's like a hand checking was actually kind of a big, huge deal that you could just get up in a guy's grill, but uh, players are faster now. They're just a lot like insanely faster. Even like even recent history, like I always said, like I don't know if you remember like Tyrus Thomas, right? I think Tyrus Thomas was kind of like a could have been a, a decent three and three and D type player, but they didn't even know how to use him. And that was like what oh seven? Yeah. They didn't know how to the, nobody knew how to use that player. They they called them in-betweeners and they were looked down upon. They're like, oh, these in-betweeners, you don't know what position they are. They can't make it in the NBA. And now that's what the entire league is. <laughs> yeah no one has a position now no there's no positions why bother yeah it's crazy well mikhail bridges is the perfect uh setup for that i uh he should be drafted in all leagues um i think you have a good assessment on him like me uh probably not a top 50 guy but i think like his ceiling is above that top 50 mark uh but i don't know if he's got the um you know where does he grow type of question he could probably grow, but it's going to be so incremental because everyone else on his team is so good. That's what I mean. And I feel like that role isn't there for him. Well, and, and like some people are going to say, Oh, well, he could score more, but it's like, well, you got three guys. You're trying to get to score more than him. So can he score more? Probably not. 
Yeah, I don't. There's not enough shots to go around, and, uh, right. not enough touches to go around. So I think that's it for the Phoenix Suns. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Toppy Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, please rate, review us, lead us feedback, hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from our, uh, the listeners. We love hearing from the fans. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you want to subscribe to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Mock drafts coming up there. More team previews coming to you soon on this podcast, along with strategy, along with uh, God knows what. We might uh, bring some uh, old friends out of retirement. Um, We'll see. We'll find out. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time for the next team. Have a great one, everybody. 